Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi everyone, I'm Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. I am super excited for my guest today. Anne-Marie Vaughn is from Nova Scotia, Canada. And today we found out <laughs> that we're on different time zones. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> but at any rate, she's a brand new entrepreneur. Well, not brand new and a coach to other female entrepreneurs who have ADHD and are looking to gain clarity on their ideal path. She has struggled with procrastination time and time again and has successfully been able to reframe it to a more positive experience and become more productive in the process. So, Anne-Marie, I am super excited because in the month of January, I've been talking about habits and I'm going into the month of February uh, and this is the end of January, talking about procrastination. So I wanted you to come on to talk about procrastination. So welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. I know. I caught all that enthusiasm. We were PMing madly. Forth on Facebook <laughs> yeah. I wanted you to come on because I was listening to a lot of what you're saying on your Facebook lives about procrastination. And I think what's really important to recognize is that people who have executive functioning challenges or brain-based challenges or ADHD, et cetera, they look at procrastination in a very different way. So, you know, Mm -hmm. procrastination is delaying things. There might be very good reason for people like us (laughs) and the people we coach to delay. So I'd love you to start with sort of what's your definition of procrastination? Procrastination is, to me, the time that I take to mentally prepare for the task at hand and to sort of work up the energy to be able to do it. Our brains, because they are wired differently, they tend to want to preserve more energy. When I'm delaying a task, it's usually because I'm trying to work up the energy to to go do it efficiently. Interesting. So I'm a big believer in energy and I'm a big believer in taking time to rest and stop. And I wonder how much for those of us with ADHD that one, that we kind of ignore that rest time. And then two, how that rest time, how maybe procrastination is masking as a need to rest. Yep. It could totally be a sign of burnout. So we tend to take on a lot all at once because as I was talking about, I actually, I talk about it quite frequently. Attention deficit is, I think that they have that all wrong. Okay. 
we, it's not that we, we don't have attention. It's not that we can't focus. It's that we like to focus on a whole bunch of different things at once. And sometimes <laughs> we take on too much. Okay. We take on too much. We burn ourselves out. And then that's when procrastination kind of ensues. And so sometimes it is the need we need, we need to rest. Sometimes we need to let that task go until the next day or the next week when we actually have time to do it. And when we have the energy to do it. So I did something completely crazy mm-hmm. in the world of an entrepreneur. I completely unplugged from December 18th, mm-hmm. December 27th or 28th. I can't remember which. And it was fascinating. Unplugged. I'm going to use loosely unplugged from work. Mm-hmm. I photos. We went skiing and posted mm-hmm. photos, but I really completely stepped away from work for about eight days. And I did it because I was burned out. Mm-hmm. I was working seven days a week. I'd really gotten some momentum. I was cranking through some projects. I was really very mm-hmm. good about taking an hour here, an hour there. Don't get me wrong. I really was. I was hardcore about, I'm going to work out. I'm going to grab my moments with my family and carve time and space for myself. But just the way it fell out, it was about seven weeks where there wasn't any day where I didn't do a couple hours of work. Mm-hmm. And for me, that doesn't work. There are people who that works great for. And if you're one of those folks out there listening, God bless you. Yeah. It is not me. I need I need at least one day off completely from work every week. Yeah. And if you're a religious person, then you might call that Sabbath. And I think there's re- real value in the Sabbath. When we rest, our brain is, you know, making new connections. It's stepping away from everything. and. Yeah. And it's funny, I enjoyed it so much. Well, first I had the inevitable, you'll laugh. On like day seven, I was like, I want to work. And so I yep. did two emails that had to be done for Monday. So that was a Saturday. Maybe it was day eight. And as I was sitting there, I said, do you want to work? Or are you feeling you should work? And I think the key here is mm-hmm. because I had rested, I could make a rational decision. Yeah. I could decide in that moment, am I going to stick with this? unpluggedness or am I going to just put myself back in the cycle? And so I chose to do the two emails and I got out. I shut my computer, shut my office door and I got away from work and I didn't go back till Monday. And I took that whole Sunday just luxuriating and watching movies and eating popcorn and being with my family. And then that week afterwards, which is the week before New Year's, I worked four mornings and that was it. Mm -hmm. I took every afternoon off and I really just with being unplugged. So when I came back on the following Monday, I was really raring to go back to work and I was focused. And I think we can forget, especially as ADHDers, that we lose our focus when we're trying to do too many things and we don't stop and take a break. Yeah. I think that we tend to lose sight of the bigger picture and what we're trying to accomplish. So to me, the brain is not just an organ, but it is a muscle. Okay. So if you take an athlete, for instance, okay, who's heavy into the weightlifting, they, I mean, a, a good with fitness guru will tell you to rest because that's when you're going to build the muscle. When you are actually working that muscle, you're, you're creating rips and tears and you're creating your, your work in the muscle. But then when it repairs itself, that's where you're going to get the increased strength. 
and the increased definition. The brain is no different. We need to rest in order to form the new connections and, and process everything that we learned in, you know, the last seven days or what have you, six, seven days. And we need the time to like, like, well, like I just said, form the new connections and rest so that we can actually, so that we can get better at what we do. And so that we can, so we can make rational decisions. Right. So I would love it if you would share a few of the strategies you have for dealing with procrastination. If you are a person like us, who's got ADHD mm-hmm. or is neurodiverse, we kind of need different systems and processes than I agree. <laughs> and that's why actually it's kind of funny. I, was, I think it was like nine o'clock this morning and I was like, I didn't write down my strategies because <laughs> I put it off from last night. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you three strategies that I use. One of them is actually new that I didn't realize was so effective, but it really is. Um, it worked last night when I went to clean my bedroom. So I've got three steps. Okay. And this, so the first one is to break it down into manageable goals. So instead of looking at something as one big task, like if you're a big fan of to-do lists, you'll find like clean the kitchen, clean your bedroom, vacuum the floors is not going to work because it's like super overwhelming. So instead of saying clean the kitchen, wipe down the counters or take out the garbage. Okay, clear off, clear, clear all the garbage or clear your recyclables off the counter. We always keep our recyclables on the counter and then they just build up. So that's one of the things actually in my more manageable to-do list. Or when it comes to vacuuming the floors, you know what? Vacuum the bathrooms or vacuum the living room. Like I've been using that strategy for years. It was about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, a friend pointed that out to me because he also had ADHD. And he said, make a list, okay, throw the garbage in the garbage and then tidy your clothes. And then, you know, so it's like, and then as you check those things off, you're going to get a really good sense of accomplishment. You're going to feel really good about yourself and you're going to be kind of on a roll and you're going to want to keep going. So we get like that dopamine hit, right? Yes, exactly. That instant gratification that we need. Right. And it's funny because we're quarantined right now. Yeah. By the time this show airs, we'll be long since out of quarantine and we're all negative on our tests. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a little spoiled. We have someone who comes and cleans the house and, you know, we yeah. vacate so that she can come here. Well, obviously being quarantined, she can't come here. I would never allow her in the house right now. Yeah. And you talk about cleaning and I was thinking, oh, it's going to be so overwhelming to clean the bathrooms. And then I was like, well, what if I just broke it down? And, you know, on one day I'm going to spray down in the shower and then the next day I'm going to do the toilet and the next day I'm going to do my husband's sink and the next day I'm going to do my sink. And I'll confess I didn't clean the floors. They really don't get that dirty. But by doing those four things over the course of, say, you know, one morning, one evening, one morning, one evening, it was all done. And it didn't have to be this overwhelming, oh, my God, I have to clean the house. It could be broken down in these teeny, tiny steps that would allow you to, you know, like you said, oh, I got yes. my husband's sink clean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like it just, it gives you this really nice sense of accomplishment that because we're always so focused on what we're doing wrong or mm-hmm. what we did do right. Or did we do enough? Like we could be millionaires or we could be the most successful people. And we'll think all the thing is, well, we did that wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is like, I think that when it comes to cleaning, something like cleaning the house, that's a really good way to get that sense of accomplishment that you need. 
Right. So let's talk about that in business. So like, let's use an example yeah. of um, you want to get an email series out to your people. Mm-hmm. You would break it down by thinking about things like, what's my ultimate goal with it? Who's my ultimate client? You know, you could do each of those on a different day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to write five emails. What are the five emails I want to write? What are the five separate topics? Do that over the course of five mm-hmm. different days. And, it, and each time you finish one little task on that project management sort of grouping, you, you're like getting, like we said, that hit of dopamine. You're like, yeah, I accomplished this. This is great. Look at me go. And then, okay, so maybe it took you five days, not one day, but I'm betting 99% of people with ADHD or other kinds of brain-based challenges would never want to sit down and do that whole thing in one day anyway. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have procrastinate on it because they didn't break it down in those manageable chunks. Yeah. So what's your next one? I'm loving this. My next one is super fun. And it's something that people need, people who have ADHD need anyway, put on some music for some background stimulation. I, last night, even though like me and my partner were like helping each other clean and stuff, we didn't need to have big conversations over it. So I put on my headphones with some good dance music or some, you know, inspiring music. And then I, I went and I cleaned my bedroom. Or I'll put on a show, like I'll put on my favorite show, Supernatural, with the two super handsome Winchesters. <laughs> Some of your listeners might might know who they are. But anyway, so I'll throw that on and I'll just, I'll go and clean something and I'll come back and I'll take a peek at what's going on on my show and then I'll go back. So that one might take a little longer, but at the end of the day, it's kind of make, it's still making it fun and it's like, it doesn't feel quite as boring. Right. So you I know. use that two ways. One is when I'm frustrated or exhausted or, you know, I've got that energy dip, which happens is I'll do a little private dance party in my office, yep. especially right before a podcast when I'm trying to get my energy up and be yes. really up. Yes. you know, little private dance party. <laughs> and the other way I use it in business is during like lunchtime, since we're mm-hmm. home and we're kind of all stuck home. Yeah. To do some kind of a private for myself lunch and learn. So that might look like a podcast or a class that I'm taking or whatever. And I do that at lunchtime. You get a nice break away and also get pumped up. And that's and I and I really love that. Um, I also listen to podcasts when I'm cooking dinner. It makes the oh, time. so I'm yes. walking around my house with my phone and the headphones in, and you know, my yeah. family's gonna talk to me. And I'm like, really? Do you not see the headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Not listening. I'm ignoring them. <laughs> I love that. So music for some background stimulation to get us pumped up. Yes. And I'm just the person who has to work when it's perfectly quiet. But I know a lot of people with ADHD really like some background noise. Yeah. One of the things that I actually do like for background noise is called coffeeativity, and it sounds like a coffee shop. I have no idea really? if it's what works for me. That's amazing. And you know, we're all going to find little things that work for us. Like for me, it's super inspiring music or like, you know, it could be country or it could be hip hop or rap. I'm like all over the grid when it comes to my music taste. But, you know, as long as you find something that works for you and that kind of inspires you to get up and start moving, that's all you could ask for, really. I think that's a great one. All right. What's the third one? The third one kind of goes hand in hand with the second one or the first one, sorry. Create a, a daily to-do list of super easy, simple, and simple tasks to do and check them off 
every day. And that will kind of get you into the habit of feeling accomplished. Okay. It'll get you into the habit. It'll build your confidence. Okay. It'll relieve you of a lot of the guilt you feel when you're procrastinating. Okay. So it could be as simple as make your bed and make your lunch for the day for work. Okay. It could be, it could be super, super simple, like things that you're already really doing. You're going to get that dopamine rush. Okay. Especially if it's first thing in the morning. So if you are your own boss and you have your own routine, do that to-do list first thing in the morning when you wake up, because that's going to be a great start to your day. You know, with you, if you work, like I still work my part-time job mm-hmm. and I work crazy hours. Sometimes I'll work like 4.30 in the morning, but I'll do the to-do list as soon as I get home. Yeah. It's crazy and disgusting, <laughs> but I'll no, do I'm, the to-do I'm list. an early bird. So I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So like, it just, it's a really great start to your day. You know, you get that rush of dopamine, you get that instant gratification. And then you kind of, when you're doing these small tasks, you kind of get on a roll and you're like, Hey, I'm going to get some more things done. And then, you know, and then that's when the hyper focus that we experience kind of plays the part. Right. It reminds me of how Hal Elrod, I know if mm-hmm. you've heard about him, he's, uh, I think it's called the miracle morning. And he talks all about routine yep. and first thing in the morning. And his is more sort of, I want to say loosely spiritually based, but, and I actually do have a little bit of a quick morning routine, spiritual practice kind of deal. I get up and the very first thing I do is I read a chapter of a business book. So it's a very recent new habit for me. I That's don't great. That's great business books. I start to read them. I drop them. I don't finish. So I'm really determined. So I this find them boring, which right? is why I tend to put them down. I was reading this book called Psycho-Cybernetics about building self-confidence and relieving self-doubt and becoming successful through changing your self-image. Mm. And it's great. It's super informative. It's super easy to read. But when's the last time I, <laughs> I picked it up? Not so recent. I totally get that. But you know, once in a while, I'll pick it up and, and do that. Yeah. I also find that if I don't do the hardest task I have to do for the day, early in the morning, it is going to get pushed aside. For me, it's exercise. It's working out. So I have to create and I need days in between. So for me, it's exercise and working out. I need to do it first thing in the morning and then shower and then start my day because there for the last like couple months, I'm like, you know what? I have 24 hours in the day. I'll do it this evening. And it doesn't, no, it never gets done. I, I like to watch my TV at night and people are like, I'll oh, work out while you watch TV. And I'm like, no, because then I can't focus on working out and I can't relax while I'm watching my show. So it's got to be first thing as soon as I get up and I need time before I do it. So I'll usually wake up at like on my days off 6.30 a.m. And then I'll literally do nothing till 7.30 and then I'll work out. So I used to work out first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I shifted it with this whole pandemic thing. Yeah. I shifted my workout to around 11 o'clock in the morning, which isn't happening today because we're recording at around 11 o'clock. <laughs> but yesterday I took a three mile hike, so I'm not feeling bad at all. So there we are. But I found that in the afternoon, I really crash. I My energy really lulls mm-hmm. and lags. And so what was happening was my energy was already crashing at like noon because I do start mm-hmm. at 7, 7.30 in the morning. And I didn't want that. I wanted to have more energy and get through a longer day. And it's not mm-hmm. that I wouldn't 
continue to work. It's just I wasn't working effectively or efficiently because I was tired. I started doing this workout at 11 a.m. or taking any kind of a walk, which I will do after this podcast. I'll go take a short walk because it gave me that energy. Again, it goes back to that dopamine and serotonin boost that got me through and it would buy me another really good, solid two hours of work where I could be really very focused. I think that's the key here. I've learned based on the rhythms of my day, much like you have, that there's certain times of the day where I work very efficiently and effectively. And those mm-hmm. are the times I need to be doing my most important work because that's when I'm most on my game. And then in the late afternoon, I can be doing other things that don't require as much of my mm-hmm. attention, which is great. So that's yeah. three amazing points on how to sort of battle the whole procrastination thing, breaking it down into small steps, using music to get you going and excited. And then, you know, creating these daily to-do lists for your morning routine. I think those are fantastic. You have a program coming out on February 1st. I do. Right around the corner. Yes, right around the corner. About that. I am am so, so excited for it. I'm going to be teaching a lot on how to reframe procrastination. It's not that you're lazy. You're not a lazy teenager. You're, you don't have lack of drive. There are so many other reasons behind procrastination. And if you reframe it to feel less guilty, then you're actually more likely to be more productive. The more guilty you feel, the less productive you're going to be. I teach a lot of strategies, not just the ones I talked about here, but I, I do teach a few more. I offer worksheets for future use so that if you, know, there, you do have a day or there is a task that you want to get done and you're like, I don't know what to do. I just don't, I, or I feel like I don't have the drive for it today. I have worksheets that you can use to kind of work through that. I address the root causes of procrastination, um, especially in ADHD. So this course is open to everybody, but it is going to be very ADHD friendly. The, the, because I have ADHD, so like I'm like a pro at strategies. So they should be like superpowers for people without ADHD. So I teach a lot of strategies. I'm going to do two live videos to reprogram and recondition to look at procrastination differently. And I'm also going to be doing Q&A. So you can ask what you like about me, my strategies, and different situations that you've encountered. Right. Awesome. So I'm going to put Beat the Procrastination Blues link to it in the show notes, if that works for you. And I'd love to sort of wrap up with what's your favorite productivity tool? Because I know you have one. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm not like a lot of people use apps and stuff, but I just I'm already on my phone so much throughout the day that it's just I I don't need another reason to be on my phone. So I'm good old pen and paper. Um, My productivity tip is to actually make that list, check things off. For the feeling of accomplishment mm-hmm. and you will become more productive because you will actually you'll, you'll tap into that hyper focus so that you can use it to your benefit there's real value in writing things down it helps Ooh, our brain okay. remember better so i keep a notebook and <laughs> i have to see this just to make you laugh <laughs> i know that people who are listening to the podcast can see this so i will describe what it is it's this giant notebook and there oh my God, are all I love kinds it. of little post-it note tabs along the top and they are color coded yeah. for me. So like all these pink ones are various client meetings, et cetera. Yeah. So 
I hope I described that well enough for our listeners. I have several notebooks. Okay. This is my content Bible, as I call it. When I come up with an idea for a piece of content, I write it down. Okay. Because I don't want to post like 14 things in a day. Right. I'm like, okay. And this way I never run out of ideas and I'm not stuck for what to post. So as soon as I get an idea, I write it down. And that's not just for procrastination. Like that's just to organize our thoughts because we have so many ideas and thoughts. And guess what? You can use those ideas. They're not a million useless ideas that are coming into your mind. Mm -hmm. They all have something in common and you can use them for something. So organize it and sort it through it so that you can actually use your ideas and become more successful and productive. Right. You know, we have to park our ideas somewhere because we have so many of them and it doesn't ever shut down. I don't know about you. Like the only way I can shut down my brain is to get into my body is to go walk, walk or work out or dance. Again, another great idea. Have that parking lot for all your ideas. Right. I'm so grateful you're here. How can people find you? They can find me on Facebook. Anne-Marie Vaughn. I am normally wearing a red sweater in my profile picture for, I don't know how many other Anne-Marie Vaughns are on Facebook, but anyways, I also have a page or a group called the High Vibe Mindset Tribe for Entrepreneurial Women. Again, it's open to everybody, but most of the content that I post is about ADHD, how to function with it, how to make it work for you and how to start a business with it. And I also talk about a lot of the symptoms. I talk a lot about my experiences. Go there, join the group. We'd love to have you and feel free to add me and we can talk about, you know, your goals and stuff. I also work one-on-one with people. So, you know, I'd love to chat with you about where you'd like to go. Sounds amazing. Thank you again for coming on. I'm so glad you were here. Thank you so much, Catherine. Yeah, this was an absolute blast. I'm so glad that we got to do this. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.